Hello, this is Robert Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. We're joined by Bane, who's chewing on a bone. Bruce is outside chewing on his bone. We're going to throw it back today to a movie from 2011. Uh, in preparation for the uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes coming out in May, uh, we're starting all the way back with not the first Planet of the Apes, but with the first one of this series, I guess. So Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, which is in itself a prequel to, um, I guess, the old Planet of the Apes series um, with Charlton Heston and all that back in the 60s. Um, the good thing about this is you don't have to watch those to get this. It It, it is more it, – I think it's more interesting if you do, if you have, but you really don't have to have. Um, the movie stars James Franco. Remember him? Uh, he plays a uh, scientist – who is uh, working on creating this, um, the, basically the cure for dementia, for Alzheimer's, um, because his father, played by John Lithgow, is you know afflicted with the disease. And so as scientists do, they're testing this on um, apes. Um, and so um, they test it on one specific ape, and it's, it's you know, she starts... Uh, she's doing these tests and it's like oh my gosh she's doing really great um now we need to start the human trials um and uh when they get to that point this disaster happens at the lab they basically shut him down um and the uh the ape who they called bright eyes um had like lashed out and was like attacking people the reason she was doing this was because she was trying she had given birth and she was trying to protect her baby and the baby um you know the 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 um, I guess James Franco's boss, played by uh, I think it's David Oyelowo. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. He uh, you know he's a businessman, so he doesn't care about apes. He doesn't care about it. he just cares about making money. So he's like, well, we gotta destroy all these. <laughs> that's how he puts it, right? Destroy all these um, samples. So you know, kill all these apes because we don't know how why this why this happened. You know, they might be infected with something. Um, so they do and, um, but they find the baby. And so of course they don't want to kill that baby. So James Franco's like, fine, I'll take it home. And, uh, and he basically takes care of this, uh, this chimpanzee named, um, who he named Caesar or his father does really. And, um, and Caesar is played by, uh, Andy Serkis in motion capture um who did you know Gollum from Lord of the Rings he did um King Kong in the Peter Jackson remake but anyway so it's about that it's about the uh their time together and of course the things that happen kind of leading us up to the point like the movie's all about like how did we get to this whole Planet of the Apes stage so this is setting the stage for that um there's obviously more to this than what I just said but that, that's that's the that's the way it starts um but we'll get more into that and how it how it continues as we go along. But Sam, what do you think, or what do you think? I know we've seen this before of Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I love this movie, and that's why I wanted to rewatch these, like you said, for the new one that's coming out. Because these movies, the Dark Knight trilogy and the John Wick movies, are like the three. Well, they were trilogies that yeah. kept getting better, and it's hard for movies to do that. When they come out with their sequels, usually the first one's the best one. 
But I feel like these movies just get better. And this movie was a strong movie to start with. Like, I liked it. Yeah, I think it surprised a lot of people when it came out because a lot of people were like, really, we're doing another Planet of the Apes movies because they'd already done all those ones from the 60s. They even did the the Tim Burton remake, which most people didn't like. And so they were like, really, we're, we're still doing this? Yeah. And I think a lot of people were pleasantly surprised when it came out. So. Yeah, I thought it was so good. Um, it's just really cool to see, like, where it all started, like, how this happened. Like, it gives a realistic explanation as to how this planet of the apes can ever be possible so i liked it i enjoyed it It, there's a lot of action i mean you really fall in love with caesar um i love seeing how smart he gets like from this drug that's been passed down to him or tested on him and stuff yeah so that's the thing i I forgot to mention was that the that that drug that was tested on his mom obviously those those genes were then passed down to him, so now he's this super intelligent uh, ape. So. Yeah, and it just it I like it this concept because there's um that saying like arm the homeless, right? Yeah. There, there's also arm the animals, and so it's basically what that is saying is these oppressed species, whatever they are, you know. Um, humans, any type of human or any other animal or whatever, um, humans don't treat them very well. They are not treated kindly and respectfully. And it's just the concept of like, give these beings that you think are less than you or can't fight back. And that's why you treat them the way you do. Arm them and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, and, that old, there's like a Southern phrase too. That's like, uh, Eat no fun when the rabbit's got the gun. So it's the same thing. I've never thing. heard yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah, it's the same concept. And and in this movie, it really happens. Like mm-hmm. humans think they're so much smarter than animals. And they think they can test on animals, kidnap animals, kill animals, torture animals, eat these animals. Because humans think that they're, they're smarter and stronger. Yeah. And now we see the evolution of the apes because of this drug and they start getting like a consciousness, like a um, self-realization type of Mm -hmm. thing. And they start, they're smarter, they're getting smarter. And so Caesar especially, and he's starting to see how unfair he's treated and animals are, you know, his animals are treated and he... He rises up. It's he. He's like trying to help his fellow species, his fellow apes. Because like even at one point, James Franco's like, "Oh, let me save you, Caesar. Come home. Just come home, and you can come back home with me, and everything will be fine." And you know, you think that Caesar is gonna accept that. Like he just wants to go home and be safe with his his dad. But he he sees how the rest of his mm-hmm. kind are treated and he cannot stand for it. Yeah. He basically becomes a revolutionary by being right. in prison. It's, it's like a, it's like a, when you look at it in that way, it's kind of interesting how it's like a, you know, like somebody that's gone to been sent to prison unjustly and then they become like radicalized yeah. in the system. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's just so cool. Yeah. It's such a cool movie. Um, I really love this story and, and how, just everything about it. So I obviously recommend it to everyone. I had my whole family watch it. Um, I think it's a fun movie. It's action packed. So 
It was really cool. I love the movie, so yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, I mean, I've, and I love this movie too. Um, and like you said, I do agree that they got they get better as they go along, which is it's crazy. Um, so this first one, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of action, uh, especially towards the the end of the movie. Um, but you really do. I mean, Andy Serkis does such a great job of just making you f- see all the emotions and feel all the emotions that this this ape has because mm-hmm. you know he has to do all this um without speaking you know for the most part um it's all you know in the facial expressions it's all in the eyes you know so yeah. these little and it's crazy because you can see like if you ever watch like the the behind the scenes you see that he's any scenes that he's with like you know james franco or you know they're they're in the park or they're in the in the woods or whatever he's you know he was doing this like with them and he's and of course you see andy circus in this little gray skin tight you know uniform and then the little all those little dots all around his face he's he was there with them doing all this stuff so um but yeah everyone in here and everyone in the in the cast is really good john lithgow does a really good uh portrayal of someone with with alzheimer's um you know it's a really sad thing to see um and then you you know you have that awful neighbor that they have who's you know you just know something bad's gonna happen because they have this neighbor that's just like ah you know i'm tired of you i'm gonna call the cops or whatever you know so um it's just a really good story it gets you really involved it's it's a really interesting movie in that it 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 starts to like you kind of said like you start to get on the side of the apes and you're like yeah i hope these apes do take over this planet because everyone treats them so badly and the people that run that um that uh what is it it's like a, it's not a sanctuary it's not what i would call it it's like an animal preserve no i don't know but it's anyway rehabilitation so something happens in the movie where caesar gets in trouble and they have to basically uh he attacks somebody and he, he um because he's defending someone really but of course you know they're not gonna go oh okay well that's fine they're gonna imprison this this animal right because they think he's dangerous so and the people that run it uh it's brian cox who everyone knows i mean you know you've seen him in so many things but more recently people probably know him as um uh god i forgot his name but he was from succession you know he was the the dad that he was he was awful on that show and he's awful here too he's just like uh just playing this like you know he doesn't care anything about these animals uh even though he pretends for the people that come in and then his son is I mean, who else could you, what better person could you get but the guy that plays Draco Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. um, Tom Felton. Um, so he's, and it's funny because they're both British actors playing uh, American. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but yeah, they, they're the ones that run this this place and they just treat the animals poorly. You know, you can tell they're just like, you know, they don't give a crap about them. And, uh, oh, it's funny what you said about the, earlier about the people thinking they're so much smarter I never noticed it because again, I guess I guess we've never really watched it with the, the captions on. But with the captions on, you start to notice things a little more, mm-hmm. like patterns. And I noticed the phrase like "stupid monkey" is said at least twice or two or three times by different characters to the monkey or to the apes. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because the that phrase is totally incorrect, especially with what's about to happen to those characters. So it's just funny because. You know, that's usually a thing people say, oh, stupid dog, stupid monkey. You know, like, they're so dumb, you know, and it's like, 
are they though? Just because they can't talk doesn't mean that they're stupid. It just means right. that you're not understanding what they're what's going on in their head, and <laughs> you're probably, uh, you know, they're they're. It's funny because the two characters that say those phrases, it doesn't turn out well for them. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, I just thought that was interesting the way they put, wrote that into the script. They have two different characters say that phrase, at least two. Um, there are a few references to the old uh, Planet of the Apes movie, movies, I guess. That whole uh, "get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape." That they they actually mm-hmm. say that exact line in here. Um, so that's cool. Like I said, it's cool for people that have seen those movies because you get the references. Uh, there's another one too with the Madhouse thing, but. Again, it's those are there for like as kind of like a wink to to people that know those movies, but you really do not have to have seen those movies at all to yeah. to appreciate this because you can just see this as a, a brand new franchise. You don't have to even know anything about Planet of the Apes or the yeah. whole, the whole Statue of Liberty stuff. All that there's a reference to that too. But anyway, um, so yeah, I really love this. I'm excited. I'm already excited to watch the next movie because I know it takes us forward like a few years and I know how that one starts and everything. And, and it's been a while since we've seen these. So yeah. I'm excited to watch them. I'm really hoping that this new movie, this fourth one that comes out lives up to, even if it can't be better than the, the last three, it may be at least somewhere in between there. You know, I hope it's not a complete letdown. Cause I know it's a different director. We know some of the characters are going to be different because of the stuff that happens in this trilogy. So, um, We'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. But, um, oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. Even for it being 2011, the uh, special effects are really, really good in this movie. Like, yeah, there's times where, especially when he's a baby, you can kind of, you know, it looks very computer animated. Mm -hmm. uh, But as he gets older, they did a really good job of making him look like an actual chimpanzee. You start to forget that these these are like CGI animals or Mm -hmm. I don't know what they did because they look... Like so real. real chimps or real apes doing stuff, and you're like, man, how do they do that? Um, so yeah, and 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 I know it only gets better as the movies progress. They just got even better with the the technology and everything. So it's not the it's not the Planet of the Apes of old with the stiff mouths, blah, 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 or <laughs> even the even the Tim Burton ones, which still look pretty good to me. But um, I guess the storyline wasn't great, and they were just super chatty. <laughs> this you don't get that in this one because this is the beginning of how they got to that point i guess but uh yeah so i highly recommend for me as well uh if you haven't seen this um but yeah was there anything else you wanted to add about no. that movie so that's it for rise of the planet of the apes um trying to think of where you could see it because we have it i have it on blu-ray and um digital i don't know where you could find it on streaming platforms i'm sure it's out there somewhere um but uh yeah so um that was from 2011 that's the the first one of this series so that wraps it up for rise of the planet of the apes um be sure to follow us on instagram at third row from the front also subscribe to our podcast so you're always sure to get our newest episodes and we'll talk to you next time on third row from the front bye Bye.